Sammy Levitt, spring training Sammy, back with us here on 97.3 The Fan, checking in. It's been a few days. Uh, we are back and healthy. Sammy, how are you feeling? Gentlemen, good to have you back. Glad you're feeling better. Beautiful morning here in Peoria. The weather has been outstanding since the moment we got here, which is, as you know, quite different from last year. So everything's good. Uh, pitchers are warming up. A very large group of pitchers uh, on field one right now. We've got uh, looking at Joe Musgrove throwing a a, a, a weighted ball, and uh, or I guess that's a medicine ball. He's getting ready to throw a uh, throw a bullpen session here shortly. So uh, I am walking and talking, walking around the complex and taking in the sights and sounds. Give Joe me and his like, heavy droppable weights. You should My goodness. scream out real loud, do the show, bitches, as loud as you can and see what they do, <laughs> see the reaction. Yeah, Hurricane Ben and Woods will be arriving uh, next week, Sammy. will be there uh, on Monday. Excited to get out there oh, good. and, and talk, talk to you guys and see you in person and talk to the fellas. And Has anybody asked about us out there? Yeah, has anybody uh, mentioned your old has pals Ben and Woods? anybody asked about you that's yeah. a fantastic question um <laughs> i can't say that any of the guys have specifically asked me when are ben woods and paul coming out Not even manny how I, about I the have, front office I, guys no i i well i have had a number of oh, I bet you have front office people and maybe uh, a couple of coaches ask you know if you uh if you guys were, were coming out so there is a contingency that's waiting for you and i'm sure there will be many players very very happy to see you no doubt Sammy, you talked about the uh, the pitchers working out, and uh, you know there's always the excitement of what is new, Michael King and and, and Randy Vasquez yeah. and Johnny Brito. Uh, let's talk about what is old, because I've seen some videos of of Matt Waldron and that knuckleball still kind of confounding hitters in live BP sessions. That was uh, an awesome video, yeah. by the way. The guys were like, what the F is this? Was that a Sammy video? <laughs> I don't, know. I don't uh, know if that was Sammy or you not. You got Pedro Avila, who's, who's back again, and don't want to forget about these possible options as well, because uh, you know they'd like to think that they can take a step forward and be part of this starting rotation for the Padres this year. I would not forget about them at all, quite frankly, because I think they are right in the mix with that group of pitchers that could make the rotation. Here's what I can tell you based on just what I've gathered over the last week or so. I know the Padres really like these guys they got from the Yankees in Johnny Brito, who I thought looked good yesterday in his live BP and Randy Vasquez. I, I, you know, talking to some people, I know they're really high on the both of them and obviously they have a lot of talent. That's why they're here, but I would not sleep on guys like Matt Waldron who, you know, it's easy to forget he had some success down the stretch last year, and I think what's interesting with Matt, and I haven't had a chance to talk to him about it yet, it's on my to-do list, is that he's still relatively new to using that knuckleball. That's still only two, three years old, him using that knuckleball. So as he learns how to use it, and we know last year, as he continued his time in the major leagues, he used it more I think there's still a lot of unknown and potentially untapped potential with Matt Waldron. And look, Pedro Avila had some really good stretches and moments last year. It's easy to forget how yep. good he was in that long relief role. And if you look at some of the numbers, you know, some of them may not look great, but I, you've got to dive deeper into those outings because some of those numbers, they were inflated because towards the very end of very long relief rolls, or I think there was a starter or two mixed in there as well, 
it didn't go as well towards the very end, but he definitely showed something. And I really think there's a lot on the table when it comes to those two spots. They really like the Yankee guys, but I think for a variety of reasons, it would not surprise me. And it's very early in spring training. We haven't played a single cactus league game yet. If somebody like a Pedro Avila or a Matt Waldron made this starting rotation, it would not surprise me in the slightest based on, on what I've heard. Uh, talking to uh, Sammy Spring Training here on Ben and Woods this morning, and Sammy, how does Jackson Merrill look in the outfield? I've, I've seen seen some some swings. The swing is beautiful. Um, you know, strokes the ball, everything you want. He's, he's tall, you know, lean, muscular. Like he's got the look. He looks like he could be an outfielder, a center fielder, a left fielder. Looks like he could be a shortstop or a, a first baseman. Looks like he can play anywhere on the diamond. Yeah. Uh, how does he look in the outfield? It's drills, and obviously it's still early in spring training, but to me he's looked pretty good. I haven't seen every single ball he's caught up there off a pitching machine and them shooting into the outfield. I've seen them do the fundamental work and him chasing balls down the line, and everything looks fairly comfortable. I think it's a little hard to judge when you're just watching outfield work, but he's certainly working out there a lot, and he's putting in the time and the work to get better out there. And he is right now working exclusively out there since full squad workouts began. I did see him before full squad workouts began taking balls in the infield, but since everybody got here, he has been, to what I've seen, exclusively in the outfield. And when Mike Schultz spoke just uh, a few minutes ago, he said that when Jackson gets into Cactus League games, and I would say there's a pretty good chance he'll be in there on Thursday and or Friday against the Dodgers, that he will play in the outfield. Initially, for sure, they may mix him into the infield and try to keep him fresh, and I think they do view him as somebody who could obviously play some different positions and you know get into the lineup in multiple ways on a day-in, day-out basis, but he's going to work in the outfield. So, Woodsy, to me, he's, he's looked good i mean it's it's a little hard to judge off drills this time of year but we're going to get a much better sense when these games start and he has to start making real reads and and really play out there and obviously we know the experience is limited but from what i've seen so far has looked fairly good and obviously he's putting in a lot of work out there which i think at this point considering what the padres have asked of him it's about all you could hope for can everyone do me a favor sure when Jackson Merrill goes out to the outfield this spring and misreads a fly ball that goes over his head, keep in mind that last spring at this time, Fernando Tatis Jr. looked kind of ragged he, he, he in right field. Remember the Dan Clark tweet that was like, oh, Tatis to right field. This is a, an abomination. He won the platinum glove. How you perform in a couple of spring training games will not tell us whether no, or not you're I'm, adjusting no, to the outfield I'm, I'm gonna overreact. or not. No, so I'm going to overreact. I'm going to. Be measured. If he makes a great diving play, by the way, he's ready. doesn't mean that he is all of a sudden <laughs> going to be the greatest outfielder of all time. So just, just keep that in mind on Jackson Merrill Don't to the outfield. Don't you ever tell me how to fan again. Don't ever do it. Sammy Spring Training <laughs> is with us from Peoria. What else uh, was uh, topics du jour with Mike Schilt uh, just a few minutes ago there, Sammy? Yeah, I mean, before I get to Mike Schultz, I'll just add on Jackson Merrill just because it's top of my mind right now. But I'll tell you what, the swing looks really good. Yeah. And I've been very impressed with what I've seen during batting practice. It is batting practice, so you got to keep that in mind. But when I watch him and Marcy and Paulie and Salas, they are typically in a BP group together. I will say, number one, there's a lot to like from all those guys. And number two, 
I just like the energy when these guys hit together. It's impressive. It's upbeat. There's encouragement. There's a sense of competition with the way they go about things, some of the different games they play during BP. I just, day by day, I, I continue to be very impressed with this young group led by Jackson Merrill, obviously. And I know you guys have heard a lot about this group. I've heard a lot about this group, but seeing it with my own two eyes, you can understand it. So just one more thought on Merrill. As far as Mike Schultz today, I told you about Merrill, um, that, that he will play the outfield, at least initially, uh, to start here. So I would not be surprised to see him in the lineup Thursday and or Friday. Uh, we know about the pitching situation for Thursday. It's going to be Joe Musgrove, Michael King. Mike Schultz said it's likely that Yuki Matsui would probably get into that game as well. And I will tell you that Matsui threw a live BP yesterday, and I thought it was really impressive. He's got some really, really good stuff. It's deceptive. He hangs that, that front leg for a while. I could see that being an issue for hitters and just chatting with some people around the field, you know, as he's throwing that live BP, I think a lot of us were really impressed and he induced some really bad looking swings on, on some of these off speed pitches. So he's somebody to be excited about. No real update on the guys working on their visas. Wandy Peralta, Luis Patino, they're still not here, but uh, Mike Schultz didn't have an update on that. And obviously, um, you know, that's a, a tricky situation with trying to get that done. I'm trying to think anything else that Mike Schultz talked about. Nothing on Profar. Nothing on Profar. Um, He wasn't asked about it, and obviously the team hasn't announced the signing yet, so I don't know how much they would say or not, which I think is part of the reason that that nobody's really asking yet. But it is interesting that it was reported, and now it's been a while, and and uh, there's been no official announcement yet. Trying to think in my head because uh, I just hopped on the phone after Mike Schultz got off. I think that was uh, I think that was about it. There was nothing major to announce, but uh, we got a little bit more information on the pitching. Obviously, some more information on where Merrill's going to play when he starts uh, playing in these Cactus League games, and and that was about it. The uh, vibe seems good, Sammy. We were just talking about it off the air. The vibe seemed good last year. You felt like you're you know we really when we sat down we thought. Man, this is you're looking at these guys going. This is a team that can go win a World Series. Um, I, you know, I don't know that you feel the exact same way. You've lost some pretty key pieces, and you have a lot of question marks. But the guys seem to at least be saying the right things this spring training, and that's that counts for something with me because I I, I thought maybe last year they really didn't say a lot of the right things. Yeah. I thought uh, this year um, they really have been saying the right things. I've liked what I've seen from the skipper so far. Looking forward to sitting down with yeah. him more uh, next week. He's He's got kind of a loose attitude. Uh, he's been having fun, been having fun with the media, which I love, letting everybody yeah. know. I don't know who's starting. I'm going to check my Twitter later and, and you know find <laughs> out, which also means he has a Twitter, so keep your eyes out for that. Uh, but, no, I uh, so far, man, I, I think the vibe around the guys has, has seemed pretty good from afar. Yeah, I would agree with that, and I'll give you one more nugget that Mike Schultz talked about today. He was asked about the DH situation, and it is an interesting situation yeah. because the Padres right now don't have a guy that you can point to and say that guy's going to be the DH every day. So Mike Schultz earlier explained that right now it's going to be matchup-based, and it's going to be about getting guys you know, that half day off. It seems like they're going to use that DH spot right now as a spot where they can cycle guys in and out. And with some of the more veteran sluggers you have on this team, I think that makes a lot of sense. Now, that could change if a name comes in here and joins this clubhouse, but I do think it makes a lot of sense. So we did get sort of confirmation of what you thought from from Mike Schultz earlier today, and that that's going to be matchup-based. And it sounds like they're going to cycle through guys 
in that D8 spot. So that was top of mind as uh, as you asked me about Mike Schilt. Another thing he said today. But look, Woodsy, I'm, I'm with you. Um, you know, I think Mike Schilt, it, it's been a lot of fun to talk to him. You can tell, and I know we've used the term detail-oriented a lot. If you go and listen to some of his answers, like I, I haven't posted this yet, but I'm going to. Jesse Agler had a great question for him about – I can't remember exactly – how Jesse framed the question, but the answer for Mike Schilt ended up being about off days. And he went on, I'm not sure how long it was. It could have been two, three, four minutes on off days and the different kinds of off days and how he thinks about off days. And it was fascinating. It was a great example of the attention to detail and how much Mike Schilt thinks about baseball stuff Love it. that we probably, we probably give a second of thought to, two seconds of thought to, and Mike Schilt has a detailed, thoughtful answer for pretty much anything that happens on a baseball field or over the course of a baseball season. So that detail-oriented mindset, you can really, really see it. And on the vibes, look, obviously, since you guys have been on the air, we had the news come out about Xander Bogarts. And, look, I know there were a lot of opinions on what Xander said and was he happy? Was he not? I personally thought he, he handled it like a real pro yep. and handled it about as well as you could have asked a veteran who signed that kind of contract and signed as a shortstop could have handled it. Um, you know, is he elated about it? I don't think it seemed that way, but would you expect him to be Correct. elated about it? Right. I thought he handled it about as well as you could have asked him to handle it. And you do hope from the quote-unquote vibes perspective, Woodsy, you do hope that that's an indicator of a a bit of a change in the vibes, of it being a team-first attitude, things that Joe Musgrove has talked about, you know, know, checking egos and and the word togetherness, which Fernando Tatis Jr. used. Look, they've said all the right things. If you're looking for an action that matches those words this early in spring training – I do think the Xander Bogarts move and then the way he reacted to it, I thought that was, if you're, you know, looking at things positively, an example of maybe a change in the attitude um, of this team, of of being more selfless, of being more team-oriented. So I'm with you. Look, the vibes are good. It's a different team. It's a different year. It's different expectations. But I would say if you're a vibes person and you want good vibes during spring training – to me, the vibes have, have been pretty good around here. I do think that. Sammy, uh, great work as always. We'll let you go back to planning the uh, Ben and Woods welcome reception yes. for Sunday <laughs> afternoon, early evening Probably when evening. we uh, make yeah. it to Peoria. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Did you you talk to AJ Casaville earlier? Did you ask him about the uh, the salad situation? No, no. The, There's a salad uh, situation. Well, the the sat well the we we all get the same uh, Trader Joe's salads. AJ, myself, Jesse Agler likes uh, those salads. So there's been a battle for salad space in the fridge. And in fact, I may or may not have run into AJ at the supermarket yesterday, and it, it was very it was very much uh, not not many salads left. And I looked in AJ's cart. And he had two of my favorite salads. So oh, there's been a lot well, of. We're coming to town. Ones, there won't be any more. No worries. No worries there, there buddy. Uh, as long as you guys aren't sucking down. Woods and Paul as long as you guys aren't sucking down Whataburger and Bluebell, uh, we're in good shape, buddy. We'll see you. I, a uh, lot of uh, a lot of a lot of lunch drama around salads. here. Salads. Really. 
but uh, he's got one salad. concern they don't need to have. Ben and Woods are coming. Load Better up hide, on salads now because Oh, my God. <laughs> Clear out your Trader Joe's. Here comes Ben and Woods. <laughs> Thanks, Sammy. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. All right. See you tomorrow.